the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, I believe. That's what we're up to this time. Uh, is it? Is it Immaterial Gamers Podcast time? Maybe it's I think it might time. be. Think about Tonka time. I don't. I don't get the timetables anymore. Oh, you don't. You don't get the timetables. Um. Well, it is Tonka time, or as D said, the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. What episode are we on, D? I have no idea. Okay, I'll. I'll help you out. Something only Ryan knows. The clue Cause... is that the no, the first number begins with an eight, and the last number begins with a nine. Oh, we're on eighty-nine. We're on eight hundred and sixty-nine. <laughs> Nice, but no. Yeah, it's it's your boys. We got D. We got Steph. Whoop whoop. And we got Ryan. Yippee! It is it is uh, week number twelve in the coronavirus lockdown procedure. Rations are now running low. We've now resorted. Sanity's running low. Yeah, we've now resorted to eating from the land. What you on about? I'm doing cannibalism. Nicer. Uh. What that Kelly and MPT Dalit or whatever it is that GTA suggests. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, not that cult. Don't know. Not them. <laughs> not them. We are not Trevor. We're not sending them out to their doom. Why not? Sounds like fun. But uh, no, it's, it's, it's been about three weeks now. It still sucks. But, you know, mm. if most people live and people aren't idiots, then everything will be fine. Eh. People are going to be idiots, aren't they? Uh, we are one of the most stupidest races ever, technically. Smart. Yeah. We're s- technically smart by our own thingy, but we're really fucking dumb. But, uh, you know. Yeah, no, no, I know where you're coming from, but... Ugh. That's, that's all that can be said, really. But, you know, at least there's games. Distractions from the world. Yeah, even though I've got to the point where it's not distracting me much anymore. I'm uh, trying. That's just the, the the way that works. I mean, how are you there, Steph? You doing all good? You living? Why? Well, what day is it? It's a it's a Sunday slash Tuesday. Friday. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, days, times, they all meld in together. Mm-hmm. There's no times. No, it is it is uh, four in the afternoon. I thought we only have days nowadays. There's no such thing as time. Oh, just day X. Day X of 14. I see. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you know, as warm-up go, there's not much else that can be done. Um, there is, a, like, the, the tiniest little bit of news. News time. We'll leave um, a dramatic pause. Now, dun, at, least, dun, dun. <laughs> at least Formula One are managing to get stuff sorted because, you know, them, like every other sport in the world don't do much when there's no crowds. So they're doing a Formula One virtual Grand Prix with a mix of current drivers, former drivers, and internet celebrities and esports players. To play driving versions of games. Yeah, so they're, yeah, they're playing Formula One 2019, which was on last month's Humble Bundle. <laughs> um, lots of the fucking Humble Bundles. But um, um, So, Humble Choice. Yeah, that was a one... Uh, good for bringing that back up, Ryan and D. Uh, yeah, so this month's humble choice in April is Hitman 2. Ryan is nodding with approval. I think I've got Hitman 2 already. Yeah, I yeah. do. But, but for anyone who hasn't got it, Hitman 2. Nod with approval. Uh, right. Grease. 
There's a one of those artsy platformers which looks pretty pretty. Uh, I thought with Greece, I thought it would be like the musical. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Be like My, what? You play as uh, one of the T birds or something, and you gotta survive high school. No. <laughs> uh, you got this is the police too. Uh, the puzzle game Opus Magnum. Uh, Molex Sintes, which is another one of those weird Cody molecular games. Uh, Raiden Five. Director's Cut, shoot 'em ups, that'll be on my list. Driftland, the magic reveal, uh, sorry, the magic revival. It looks like a strategy game, and that's what it is. Uh, did you like Turok from last month's bundle? If so, get Turok too. Uh, I haven't uh, picked any. I to pick last month's, to be fair. And bits of the month before. Then there's Truberbrook, or. Truberbrook, if you get that umlaut in there. Okay, that looks like an outback. It is a sci-fi mystery graphic adventure, as it says in its title. Ah. Uh, then you've got The Bard's Tale 4 Director's Cut. Shopkeep 2, the sequel to the game Shopkeep. Wow, okay, and then Capitalism 2. Yeah, because it wasn't enough to just be a capitalist. You needed to be a capitalist doubled. I kind of like the look of Opus Magnum. Mm. Off the art, off the art. I've already got Hitman, so I don't need to worry about that. Drifflands might be fun. See, for me, Raiden, Raiden V or Raiden Five definitely needs to happen. You know me; I love myself a shoot 'em up. Actually, no, that sounds like a fun. Actually, is it like uh, Galactica? No, what kind of shooter is it? Well, it's, it's a, a shoot 'em shooter. up game. It's a space shooter. Yeah, I've only just got to space. But, uh, yeah, it also looks very bullet hell. So, um... But we've got to go to space. Space, space. So, with with that and the fact that there's a Formula One thing, that's about as much news as we've got this month. Yeah, it's so, going to be kind of slow for a while. Yeah, it's going to be very slow. But, you know, things, things will get back. So, let's move on to what's being played. What's being played? Okay, who's on the uh, pitch? You. Oh, okay. Uh, all I've really been playing is LOL, GTA, and I've just started playing Star Wars. Ooh, you guys? There's going to be a lot of talk about Star Wars, I think, today. So, do you want me to talk about something else? Uh, you talk about the game that you want to talk about. Uh, well, I've been... I assume there's going to be a bunch of Star Wars talk. I might talk a little bit about Star Wars, but... Uh, okay. GTA has got a... You do 10... Things this week, and you get all till Thursday, uh, and you get a million for doing ten daily objectives, and you get three per day. So, yeah. Um, and there's hangers this week. Is the thing that they're selling off. Uh, GTA uh, Five and has just become an online game, really now, hasn't it? Uh, well, uh, oh, and the wheel. If you're spinning the wheel in the um, casino, it's the DeLorean. If you can win it, you have a 1 in 20 chance of the DeLorean. Yay. The flying vehicle thing. So, but yeah, uh, that's the news from GTA anyway. And I've been upgrading, got my hangar and upgraded it. Got my, starting to sort out my nightclub. And it's basically just slow grinding of progression of upgrading and getting infrastructure sorted out. 
so I make money faster. And yeah, I've just got to space in uh, Star Trek, Star Wars. Um, I've just got my ship now. I haven't figured out what I'm doing next. Okay. Probably give some more people some information about what you've rolled and where you're at at the moment. Uh, Star Wars Old Republic is a very personal story game. Uh, I rolled a Sith, oh, Darth Maul looking... Sith Inquisitor. Yeah, Sith Inquisitor. Um, which looks like Darth Maul. So the Bakori? Uh, whatever that species mm-hmm. is. Um, and I've just got through the... I'm like level 30 because we, we did the flash points, didn't we? Uh, so I'm level 30 in a level 17 area. Okay. Uh, just got my spaceship and like just need to decide what to do next. But yeah, you most likely to push through with your class story. Like I say, that's the big bread and butter of that game. I don't know. I don't know if to do that. I'll try and do the spacey stuff. Well, you could try the space missions. I mean, they're rail shooters at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. Amazing. Well, I've just gone just before we started the podcast. I've just gone to the vendor and bought a whole bunch of upgrades for it. So it shouldn't be because I got absolutely hammered. Like, uh, yeah, I need upgrades, like shield sorts and stuff. Yeah, as as a rail shooter, it does need to be sort of constantly moving around and shooting and hmm. dodging everything. I do like it. Is a it's not bad though. It's quite even though it's a rail shooter, it's it it looks nice. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's quite the graphics are quite clean, and it's like as long as you're not a complete and idiot, uh, you can figure out where it's going to freaking send you to get through. Like, there's one point I went, like, I went through this asteroid field. I'm like, uh, wait, wait, where? Oh, there, there's the little linear path that you want me to take. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all done by mouse control. I do like the fact that you can just hold. Uh, at first, I was just clicking each time I wanted to fire the gun. But no, I can just hold it and it'll fire little bolts out at the moment. Yep. Not very fast, but... Well, it's but somehow at a speed of so many bolts per second, higher grades, faster shots. Well, I'll find out once, because at the moment I've only got a basic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to figure out where I'm going to... just bought them, I need to figure out how I'm going to install them. You just right-click them, add them on like you normally do. Do I need to be in the ship for it? No. Oh, okay. no just do it like you do with your companions and yourself. I can't say I've really been doing much with the companion so far. I've got two companions now, though. Yay! Yay! The robot that's... I've got the robot and the um, big dude. The big dude? Yeah. Speaks of the guy that we got from the temple. Or chamber or whatever the fuck it was. Mm. I'll have to say my big massive list of 22 is now 21 at the moment. Someone died? No, he betrayed me. Everyone's going to betray you. You would... Two goody two shoes. Oh, and I'm, I'm trying to be as balanced as possible. Yeah, not... you're going the weird way. Well, I can't. Mean decision making doesn't make sense, so I'm just sat there going, I can't decide if I want to be light or good. So I'm sort of going, oh, I'll do a bit of light, a bit of dark, a bit of light, a bit of dark, a bit of light, a bit of dark. So I'm basically smack bang in the fucking middle. You're in your neutrality. I'm neutral in quite a lot of things, though. Yeah, hey, it'll only take you so far, though. I'll give you that as a warning. Because there will be, you know, choices to make that tell you to do one thing or another, and no amount of light side or dark side will prepare you for that. Yeah, it's like when I was trying to, it took 20 minutes for me to decide if to hand that chicken with 
for the uh, all sort of the one of the Sith Lord things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like what she stands for. I don't completely despise her. It was like the um. Do you wish to give the poison to a quick death of poisoning the uh, slaves, or a slow agonizing death that's going to take them weeks? I'm like, uh, fuck it, I'll give them a quick death. Just as you do. Yeah, it's still two bad choices, but it was kill them now or kill them over time. Yeah. Oh man, some of the decisions I've had to make are just massively bizarre. Some will actually come people give you a choice of three options, and two of them will be light side, and one of them will be dark. I've had that before. Yeah. It, it's very fun, but uh, yeah. Think really seriously. Be happy when you know those times that you only had like five or six companions or two, because when you end up getting twenty-five of them, things get a bit mental. Well, we should be able to send them out on quests and stuff. Yeah. I was talking to a, a little bit with Chris on that one. It's like um, the Drenor expansion. Where the companions work. Hmm. If we, yeah. Chris went out. Oh, that, that, that's fair. Yeah. Send them out to get do resources and whatnot. It is kind of strange that your companions do all your stuff for you. Go minions, do stuff. Don't do all of it. You can do some of it yourself. Uh, archaeology, I suppose. Yeah, you gathering one you can do. But the rest of it's minions. Go do stuff. I, I, I consider some of them my friends, some of them my rivals, one of them my wife. Oh, yeah, you're just easily pleased. Look, I'm happy I've managed to get full light side with a Sith pure blood, the complete antithesis of what it should be. Wait, aren't you an alien? No, I'm a Sith pure blood. Hmm. Anyway, so since we're on the Star Wars talk, Steph. Yes. You were mentioning that you were, like, playing Star Wars a lot. Might as well keep it going. Uh, I'm Datacron um, farming. Ah, the good old global hunt or universal hunt for big shiny but, uh, cubes that give you little benefits. But I only do it for my my Inquisitor is the only one who does it. Oh, yeah. Because uh, as she's going through the story, she will um, pick it up as she goes along. Mm. I haven't found any of these Datacron things yet. They're sort of hidden. in. Some of them are even hidden. Well, no, some are open, but a lot of them are hidden in the arse end of the cracks of the galaxy. Tatooine. Hoth. Everybody loves Hoth. No, 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 no. I'm a fan of the Hoth. What, Hasselhoff? Yeah, David Hasselhoff. Though, I mean, honestly, if David Hasselhoff turned around and he was so white that his reflection would blind every fucker in the planet, I would be angry as well. <laughs> Why? It'd be amazing. I still, it's still weird that he became like a jetbot, jetbot thing for SpongeBob at one point. Oh, Jesus! Don't even get me started on that damn SpongeBob film. There's now two of them. I'm I David Hasselhoff. I... Yeah, there's two SpongeBob films in there. Oh my God! Kill me now. <laughs> yeah, there's SpongeBob. The second one's about him becoming a man, is it, or something? He's on a manly adventure. Isn't oh dear. Number... Isn't number two about when he goes to the surface? I thought that was number one. I don't know any. I don't even watch one or two. Hi, SpongeBob. No, no, <laughs> no. We can't do it. <laughs> so, how goes the Datacron hunt, Steph? Well, I, I forgot to do the um, the 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 first place for the Inquisitor, the uh, Coraban. Yeah, I forgot to do Coraban, but I've completed um, 
Das. Drummond Cast. Yeah, Drummond Cast. I'm now on. Where am I at a minute? I'm on Balmar. Balmara. Oh, yeah. Um, I've just got the first one. Literally, as we're playing this, po- as we're recording this podcast, um, yeah. I- I've been stood outside of one of them, which needs two players, and a random player came up needing help. So we both got it. Oh, uh, you all work together. Friendliness no, and socialness and cooperation. We didn't work together. Oh. Uh, we, we, I just fulfilled my goal. And fulfilling his was just a... Byproduct. Byproduct of my goal. <laughs> yeah, that's very Sith of you. Great thing is he's not even a Sith, he's a bounty hunter. No, I'm a Sith in this one. Oh, right, okay. I'm an Inquisitor. <laughs> and my great-great-great-great-great-granddad was a... Well, spoiler alert. It's a Sith. It's a Sith lord. <laughs> I'm his great 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 granddaughter. Well, I'm his great. Oh, is that spirit thing that was just on? Yeah, that that's your um, that's your uncle. Oh, that's my uncle. Granddad. He's one of them. You're you're part of his bloodline anyway. He says he's part. That's what he says anyway. And then tells you not to believe, trust anyone. That's also the Sith way. That that's my way. Correct. That's that's basically Star Wars. Unless you're Ryan. And then Ryan Sif is um, trust everyone. Yeah, and just get betrayed. Yep, that sounds like Ryan. Yeah, as we know, Sif is always kill the master, become the master becomes apprentice by killing master. But Ryan is a Sif. Sif by heart, not by nature, though. Eh. Is it like it's like he's almost got the conflict of Steve's tiefling thing from Dean Day? That's not how that works. No tiefling business. Tiefling are just shunned and hated regardless, no matter what. Just because of what they look like. It's proper xenophobia. But what was it? Um, yeah, it was freaking paladin tiefling, so it was technically holy devil. Yep. Or as um, what you'd just go as, you'd exclaim, holy hell! But yeah, if I was going to make a, a an imperial go light, and I've discussed this with Ryan earlier, Yeah. it, it would be the, um, I forgot what, the, what they're called now, um, the trooper, uh, an imperial agent. Yeah, it'll even be an. I, I don't know what that class is. I know these are in. I'm playing as a inquisitor right now, um, which is an assassin or a sorcerer. Yeah, um, imperial agent can end up sort of being a sniper or. Oh yeah, sort of, sort of range. An, an agent would range. be the one I'd say is probably the only one I'd justify being able to go good. Okay. Because they they listen to the people. They know people. They're, they're commoners themselves. Quite basically, you're just part of the empire. Yeah, you've worked their way up. So for me, that th- they could, th- I believe they could be good. Sif themselves, no. Bounty hunters by nature aren't really good, but they're neither evil. Then mm. you're just neutral. as as I've really told people, I've not killed anyone in that. If I've been offered money, hat more to keep them alive, I've kept them alive. Yeah, I mean, mm. I have to say, like with the original. With the original class story, going light side with a Sith warrior just meant that they were less of an arsehole. I, I, I do have they, one they thing were still to ask for you the Empire. But... In, you know, in the bottom corner where it says comment to be dark, comment side to be light, oh, yeah. if you change that to light and you want it to be light, does that just mean you like make light constantly? Um, that commit to the light and commit to the dark just means when you complete a quest, you just get given automatic points towards light or dark side, depending okay, on what that, you've that's committed. What I meant. So in other words, 
I, I understand what you're meaning, but in other mm. words, it's meant to say you did that because you did it for the light side type shit. Yeah, because I've been toggling yeah. it. Um, so I toggle it constantly to balance it out. It's like every quest I toggle it back See, over. Is there any benefit of being neutral? Um, I know this armor sets for being good and bad at certain levels, but I'm assuming there's not one for neutrality. Probably not. Let's have a look. I mean, the last time this was happened... Ah, well, apparently, according to five years ago, there was no benefit for being neutral. I was about to say, what about now? <laughs> but then I'm assuming you didn't find anything about now. Probably isn't. It's just that I felt like I can't freaking decide between light side and dark side, so I'm just sticking it in the fucking middle. Instead of sticking it in the middle, why don't you just do it, like, say, as you go along? Go with what you feel. Yeah, don't not... look at your light or dark, just go with what you feel. Feel, I feel like I can trust this person. I feel like this person should die. Or I feel like I, I really do want that extra bit of money that the guy's offering me to bring this guy alive type shit. Yeah. To be honest, being offered money to bring someone back alive doesn't make you good. I found that one out, and it did not disappoint. Yeah. I let my greed take over. Yeah, it's like not always, is it? Cause... I, I, I just say just go with what you believe. Don't sit there and think, I want to be neutral because I don't know if I want to be good or bad. Just go, well, I believe this person should have died. I believe this should happen. Should I believe this. Oh. And it... at, the end, at the end of the day, once you start doing stuff like repeating flashpoints and, and stuff like that, say you don't like going light side, you can always run it back. True. Reverse time. You know, it's just, it's just how things, things happen. Mm. But, uh, you know... That's how things go. I mean, we've also run flashpoints, haven't we, Steph? This weekend, pretty yes. much. Yeah, uh, twice. Well, no, we've done it a few times with my hunter. Um, and yeah. we've done it once with my um, inquisitor. We run that that fucking flashpoint three yeah. times in a row. Yeah. That's because welcome. that flashpoint loves us. Welcome to the rules of true random. So each time you run it, you had a thirty-three percent chance of getting that damn dungeon, and we got it every time. I, I, I'm skeptical if there's other flashpoints at this point. The easiest way to get Mar would just to be pick one. Pick hmm. one, then start doing random after that. Oh, we do what we were doing when we started it with my um, my hunter. Just follow it around until we can't do it no more. Yeah. So yeah, well, I learnt one flashpoint at least. Yeah, we've we've learned Aethys. We could probably run that blindfolded now. It was a lot better with stuff as the bounty, by the way. Yeah, but, you know, that's just how it is. A fucking turd mountain, though, can go and shove itself. Yeah, but, damn, when I'm playing the healer, you shouldn't be healing. Mm. Especially seeing that you're specting to damage. I don't, yeah, should I re-roll that back into healing, though? Re-roll it? Did you reset yourself? Can do if I want. They're having talk about characters. Just, oh. just for the audience at home. So before we move on, have we got any other Star Wars talkie? Um, they lied about the cookies. I, I'm, I, I'm. No, they never lied about the cookies. They just never gave you one. They were in the Imperial barracks. They ate them all. Sorry, you turned up too late. Yeah, you, you didn't arrive in time. Uh, on TFT news, um, back to Silver One, just about. In Silver One as well. I, I stay proudly where I am. Where are you? Silver far. Eh, still silver. It's good. Mm. I I do my normal... The thing I'm having recently in TFT is 
my builds work character wise. I just can't get items, and if I can get the items, I'm not getting the characters. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I have a really bad streak, and then I get demoted, and then I come back up again, and then I keep struggling between silver one and silver two. It's like, just put me out of my fucking misery. You just want to get up to gold four, and then you know, then that's that. Yeah, basically. So you know, right? I guess uh, we move to the main event. Well, you've been playing. Well, uh, a little independent game by an unknown company called Square Enix. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about something else. I was going to say, how is this unknown? <laughs> Square yeah. Enix. A small independent title called Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay, okay, yeah. No, no. No. <laughs> Go away. Just one of the most, like... Seeing that I know you're playing it, and two other people who literally I spoke to in the last two days has asked me about that game. One person's mm. not even a gamer. He's just asking because he's barred in lockdown. <laughs> uh, also, Final Fantasy VII's the gimmicky one. that The film franchise went across and everything, so... Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is probably at that point Square's biggest game. Mm. Wait, which one's Seven again? Is that the one where it's the one with Sephiroth and Cloud? Cloud, okay. Giant Sword. I've never played that one. Girl called Aerith who gets killed. She gets killed. Get over it. If you're still gonna go spoilers for a twenty-year-old game, suck it. Sorry, twenty-three-year-old game. What was it? Um, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Advent Children was the film, and then you had four stars. Had... I've done the abridged. Yeah, but that's separate. That wasn't an official tie-in. Uh, okay, we'll we'll come back to that. Um, you had Before Crisis, which was a sort of a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. You also had Crisis Core, which was also a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. In fact, it was the direct prequel to Final Fantasy VII. Of course, it's said. There was a mobile game involving the Turks, which was, you know, another game. And of course, there's a said somewhere. That's just, that's always a Final Fantasy VII thing. Well, that's always a Final Fantasy thing. There's always a Sid, there's always a Biggs and Wedge. Mm. Ah, there we are. Dirge of Cerberus, the Final Fantasy um, shooter starring Vincent. Uh... Just, to, just to give you give you more stuff. But um, yeah, no, I mean. The, ga- the guy in the red cloak, isn't he? Yeah, and the gold claw hand. He broods a lot. Yeah, the broody one. Yeah. As, you know, from the the videos I like from Loading Ready Run, you know, he just gets up, broods, brushes teeth, broods some more, and gets himself ready for his mid-afternoon brood. (laughs) But, um, yeah, Final Fantasy Remake is a little... Well, there's a lot different on it. Um, Now, it was always, you know... Everyone's requested it for years. People requested a remake for it a year after it came out, to be honest. Let's 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 be fair. Um but yeah, Square finally bulked and said, Yeah, we're gonna do one. And people went, Yeah, sweet. We don't believe you until you do it. <laughs> and Square said, Trust us, we're doing it. Years later, nothing happened. Did it is it like the uh Oh Valve never said yes to Halo three, but everyone wants not Halo 3. Them getting to 3. Oh, you mean Valve? Yeah, Valve and it's... And their, their absolute 
just mm. like massive thing. It seems to be part of their core business practices that going to three of something means that you're a bad game company. Therefore, don't do it. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, what happened to Duke Nukem? Like, oh yeah, oh, we'll bring. Mm, yeah, the Duke... I started on Duke Nukem. <laughs> Duke Nukem forever. We'll actually look. At, <sighs> we'll look at successful games that have had a massive uh, development cycle and have come out. And uh, you know, remake looks to be that case. I like quite like Spyro. Uh, I mean, they right. were they were just they were just remasters. Remaster. So the, the the whole thing of this, the reason it actually turns out, I mean, it started off that they said this was going to be a remaster, and they didn't. They did HD remaster of Final Fantasy VII. That's out on PC. Everyone's got it. This is definitely remake. Uh-huh. It is. It is a fresh game. Set in mm. Final Fantasy VII. So what have they done? Just basically updated graphics, redone all graphics, redone parts of the story, fixed bits that were broken. They've extended the story, considering that this is a thing. A few months, a few months before it came out, they announced that it was going to be effectively episodic, and the the first Final Fantasy remake game was going to be set entirely in the Midgar section of the game. Which, for those who've played Final Fantasy VII, is like the first four hours of the game. Uh. So people would then question, hold on, if it's only going to be set in Midgar, how big is it? Answer, it's a full-length RPG. It's massive. They've basically extended areas to do stuff. Because the old Final Fantasy VII, there was just a few screens that you would go past and sort of squish Midgar as a city. Mm Now, given that in the game it is described as a massive city that's full of sectors, and mm. you know there's a top and a bottom to it, it's called a big damn pizza by Barrett. Uh, because you pizza. know it's just layers and slices that make up the sectors. So everything has been spread out a little bit, but not spread out in a way that it's sort of you know I'm trying to think of the words for it. It's not like just spread out there. It's just one long corridor. There are corridors. They do suffer from a bit of Final Fantasy thirteen syndrome. Uh, sometimes. But no, there's a lot there's a lot more in it. The you can sorry. Don't worry about you it. You said can flesh 13, out You said thirteen and then yeah. Thirteen Wait, wasn't a bad game. 13 again? Uh, Lightning. Lightning. The La Sea. Um, and the first ten chapters is just one huge corridor. Yeah, and then you then you get to then you get to an open world bit for exactly one chapter. Is that and the then, one we brought in that co- not like instead of turn based combat it was um No that's fifteen. No, I don't remember thirteen there. Uh, thirteen lightning pink haired brooding character. The square enix have got Who's brooding. 16? Oh, I didn't mind that one. I didn't really mind it. I remember yeah, which one you went like now. It's just a learning corridor that it was just a learning corridor but that yeah, bored me to hell after a while. Yeah, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad game. But it's not their best. Final oh. Fantasy Thirteen Two was a good game, in my opinion, and Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning Returns can huff a dong. <laughs> the 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 whole forced limited time mechanic, oh. I don't like that them. The time in no, that was Thirteen Two. Uh. Uh, Lightning Returns had a sort of um, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask mechanic where you had a limited amount of time. To do everything before it just reset, and then you do it again. And I don't uh, like those mechanics. I don't. I'm sorry. It's just as a gameplay loop, you know, especially in an RPG where you, you know, generally you take your time and you 
you know, explore everything, to be told that there is only an optimal way of doing this before it resets and goes again. Not my not my jam, sorry. But it was the only one that I've seen to have been I find the standing parable that was kind of fun. Okay with it. That's yeah. n- that's a different sort of thing in terms of a time loop because that's not really it's just multiple endings. Going into something going into a game and saying, right, you've got ten real time hours to complete everything or else we'll start you again with another ten ten hour clock. That does kind of suck. You know. I mean I, it's RPGs not exactly are... the case with like with lightning returns, but that's that's what I thought was the best way of describing it. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't really enjoy that. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, I could probably spend ten hours just faffing about looking around cities. Like, yeah, I that's what I mean. Especially when you make it, because it's a pretty fucking game. It's beautiful. The Final Fantasy games, if anything, are always nice looking. Mm, And so you're you're sat there. Oh yeah, this looks nice. Oh no, where's that four minutes gone? (laughs) You know. Anyway, Final Fantasy VII remake. Let's get back to that. Okay, Final Fantasy VII. So yeah, they've spread a four-hour section of the game out to be longer. A full game. Yeah. Um, there's like you can learn Wait, stuff. There's, there's the, depending there's, on how you go, five hours is a full game nowadays. Well, yeah, but no, you could you can you could easily blitz out Midgar in actually like two hours. It's that that simple. So to so do a whole game in that city setting, you have to add more stuff in, and they do. Um, the dungeons, the the scale of the places. You know, are much larger. It's like the very beginning of the game, you have to break into. You know, in Final Fantasy VII, you break into Mako Reactor Number One. You mm. go through. You drop a bomb. You face a big scorpion guard, and you hightail it out of there within ten Before. minutes. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Shit goes sideways, and uh, yeah. Yeah. You you can do that in like ten, fifteen minutes, and that's that's a generous time. In Final Fantasy VII Remake, that is a full dungeon with boss cutscenes and giant boss fight in about an hour and a half, two hours. So think of the scale that they've increased stuff on there, and you've got Seven Remake. The combat system is entirely different. It's taken the good parts of 15's combat, so that real-time sort of idea, which, you know what? It's, it's cool. But they've combined it with the ATB gauge from the old Final Fantasy games. So you auto-attack in-game, and then you use your ATB gauge to cast abilities, you know, spells, use items, as if you were doing a turn-based thing. Everything uses that gauge. Um, But you can also switch between characters, and every character is unique. Cloud has two fighting styles. He either sort of just quick swingy things with his sword, or he can go into what's called um, Punisher mode, where he's slower, but every attack is a heavy attack. Barrett mm. just fires with the machine gun all over the place, but he has an overcharge system, which means he just fires giant bullets at enemies, and then you can then use that attack to charge it back up again. Um, okay. Tifa, uh, she just goes in and punches stuff. But her mechanic means that when she casts an ability, she can then make her auto-attacks stronger until she uses her special attack, which then brings it down a level. So it's like balances chi and and stuff like that. Um, And Aerith, which I've just got to now, at chapter 8 of I don't know how many chapters because I don't want to spoil myself. Let's let's just say 8 hours in. 
she's useful as an attacker. Generally, she was sort of a support character that would just sort of cast spells and stuff. They've worked that for her. Don't so remember her. Well, she is the major character of the game who dies halfway through, which in Final is Fantasy... Flower VII... Girl? No. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Flower Girl. Yes. She's been given her um, Eastern actual name in it of Erith Gainsborough, not Eris. Ah. Uh, I just remember... Uh, yeah, you say that, I'm like, wait. Sounds, sounds like the Flower Girl. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in the West, it was just called Eris, but it's Erith. So, um, yeah, no, really enjoyable. Like the combat system, like the sort of, you know, the way things work on it now, because you still slot materia in like the original game, but now you also upgrade your weapons as well. So weapons themselves can be um, expanded upon, sort of a bit like the Crystallarium from Final Fantasy XIII. It's, it's basically, what I'd feel at this point is Final Fantasy VII has taken elements that have worked from the previous Games since 12, I'd say. Mm. Um, And sort of put them in together in a game that people have been wanting to play for ages. So yeah, this is not your daddy's Final Fantasy VII. But it is not a game just for people who wanted to do that as well. Because it is a fresh take on the whole game. In fact, Mm. actually, I say about taking stuff that has worked from the other stuff. It's taken plot from the previous Final Fantasy VII games or the expanded Final Fantasy VII universe. There's weird, uh, like, spoiler warning, weird shade things that are just all around the place. And they seem to have been from before Crisis and Crisis Core. Um, there's there's a, an orphanage that you speak to people in, which is the orphanage from Advent Children. Uh... So, you know, they've, they've put everything in and they've expanded on characters like the like Biggs and Wedge and Jesse. Jesse has got a whole fucking side quest where oh, you Jesse. where you learn about her. And you know, Jesse will die, I assume, unless they've changed some of the story around. Uh, but, so, is there a from like Advent Children the stigma stuff? No, 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 no. They've not put that in because that was a result of the of Final Fan the the after effects of the meteor from Final Fantasy VII. We're not going to get that far because the... this is only set in Midgar. Yeah, the. Uh... Jude, oh, what's her name? The mother. Uh, well, Genova will probably make a, a thing. I'm, I'm reckoning like the Shinra, uh, Shinra headquarters is going to be like two, three chapters in a giant building. Because, mm. like I said, if they've made the scale of everything else like that, you can only assume that the Shinra building is going to be fucking huge. Yeah, because Shinra is the massive. It's a sixty, thing, it's a 60 floor building. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Like with I that. said, it takes you an hour and a half to go for a fucking reactor that had about five floors basement level. Yeah, so, I'd say that might turn into like a um, clear the floor kind of deal. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I say, mostly. And I really enjoy it. You get a box. I mean, there's a couple of critiques. One, the the, the combat is a little bit. Mm. Sometimes, it's like, all oh, right, yeah, this whole thing of getting your other party members to cast the spells and stuff. But there's there's improvements on that. The other is a critique that's just. Bizarre, and Steph's heard me moan about this already today. Need more recipes? Uh, no, it's about a particular swear word. It is the word shit. Uh, shit. What yes. have we done? Shit. Um, so back in the old days of 1997, when Final Fantasy VII came out, there were no voice actors because it was all text based. 
And there were only two characters that swore in Final Fantasy VII. Barrett and Sid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the way that they, they, they replace the swearing in that is that they just put little symbols, ampersand, percentage sign, exclamation mark, you know. Yeah. So Barrett would always be doing stuff. And he hasn't changed his character. I and mean, Square Enix has an unfortunate way of cl- casting every character who is black as someone from the ghetto. Oh. Zaz from Final Fantasy Thirteen was just a, you know, they made him sort of, you know, token black guy from there, which wasn't really great. Barrett is token Mr. T. He was originally characterized in Final Fantasy VII as a Mr. T ripoff. No different in this. Uh-huh. But, you know, he just comes out and he drops shit bombs like, you know, like you wouldn't believe. And that's fine. That was fine. Hearing everyone else in Midgar constantly drop shit like it's gone out of fashion. Uh, like workers, employees, Shinra's security company, you know, the soldiers, the fucking leader of public security, Heidegger. It's like, bullshit, shit, shit. I was like, Jesus Christ, guys. Is shit the only thing? Cloud drops it like it's, you know, like if he doesn't say it today, it'll be gone forever. Tifa does it. What? Yeah, she's just, yeah. Sorry, sorry, that one surprised me a little bit. Oh, that, that, that one surprised you. Wait for the main event, my friend. Going through chapter eight. Flower Girl? Yes, Aerith says it. <laughs> she is characterized as sort of being very kindly, but a bit innocent. Airheaded in mm. sort of the way stuff goes on. But you know, you know, she's there, everything's great. She's an ancient, it makes everything there. There's a bit where Cloud climbs up a ladder and he goes, Watch it, it's kind of rusty. I'll go first. Make sure you're sorted. And Aerith just goes, oh, well, what, you think I'm not going to be able to climb up a ladder? Oh, yeah, I'll climb up. See, this is easy. And then the ladder rusts and snaps, and she jumps towards Cloud's hands. And as she does, she goes, shit. I'm mm. like, oh, Aerith, you dirty mind. Uh, well, at least they're trying to use, at least she kind of used it in a sort of, like, oh, shit context. But, and she's getting it, she must be getting it off Cloud or whatnot. Because everyone else is seeing it. It's just mad. But, you know, other than that, like I say, it's a really nice game. It's beautiful. And, you know, if you've got a PS4, I'd suggest you probably get it. If you've not got a PS4, get one as cheap as you can, and then get it. (laughs) Wait till the PS5 comes out. Oh, actually, yeah, PS5, since they're they're looking at the backwards compatibility, I'm almost certain that they're going to make this one backwards compatible. Uh, Because the the 5 consoles are out near Christmas, aren't they? If they're not being pushed back. It's going to be the, the Christmas gimmick. Oh, look. Project Scarlet and this one's ready. But, uh, whatever. But, you know. So, uh, yeah. I guess that's that's that then. Final Fantasy. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get off. And then probably go and play some more Star Wars at some point. Mm-hmm. After yeah. after Easter dinner. I've had my... Oh, probably Easter weekend. Yes. Well... Yeah, we we've just finished Easter weekend because you'll be hearing this on Tuesday. But uh, uh, yeah. Any last words before we wrap up? Kill the numbers. Okay. Mm. Steph, Steph went ahead. Fair enough. Right. If you like what you heard, do the like, share, subscribe, thing. Click the um, you know, check the description. Check all the socials. Do all that. Oh, I've forgotten something. D, what do I need to do? So the thing Put it the goes dingling. Yeah, the notification bell. Thank you. And uh, remember that the podcast is available to listen into your ear holes on most big 
platforms, and all the videos are on the YouTube channel. If you're managing to listen to this, one day we may make a video version podcast. Hey, maybe. Yeah, we may do vidcast at some point. But maybe we need to let the Wookiee win. We should probably let the Wookiee win. <laughs> In that case, let the Wookiee win. <laughs> thank you, D. Thank you, Steph. And until next week, please, for God's sake, let the Wookiee win. Kill the Rumbers. They kill the Wookiees. Bye. Bye.